Paul Richardson walked close to the woods, a decision he was now regretting. The fog was getting thicker, and visibility was diminishing. Behind him came the rustling of feet through leaves, and the sound of branches breaking. He spun around, and saw nothing. Something back there had moved. What kind of animal would be roaming wildly around here? Maybe a stray cat had wandered past the roads. Something was lurking in these woods. He was sure of that, just not how big and menacing it was. He parted branches to get a closer look. He still saw nothing, but felt a presence. Paul quickly retracted his hands when he brushed up against thorns. Instinctively, he brought his right hand to his mouth, but did not taste blood. It just wasn't his night. His new Lexus IS-350 had a flat tire. He had searched frantically for the roadside assistance number, even though he knew that both it and the owner's manual were on his kitchen table, not in the glove compartment where they were supposed to be. Since his girlfriend Debbie was now his ex-girlfriend after their ill-fated date, he could no longer call her. Where had it all gone wrong with her? Oh, yeah, it was probably because he was hitting on Debbie's friend earlier at the bar that evening. Paul shrugged. No big loss. It's not like he was looking for a long-term commitment, although it would be nice if she could give him a ride home. He left Debbie's place shortly after midnight and took a less-traveled back road, a decision he now regretted. Since he had no confidence in his ability to change his own tire, that left him with one option. Call his friend Kevin, a homicide detective in the SFPD. No matter what mess Paul got himself into, Kevin was always there to bail him out. It had been that way since they were kids. He breathed easier when Kevin told him he would be there soon, the only price he would have to pay was some playful razzing and a couple of Coronas when they arrived at Paul's condo. Paul had told him more or less where his car was located. Since then, he had been wondering when he should have just stayed inside the car. The darkness of the night and the thick fog combined to wreak havoc on his mind. He was hearing and imagining things that were not there. He backtracked to the car, hoping Kevin would get there soon. Paul was not sure how far he had strayed from his Lexus. He looked at his watch. He phoned Kevin ten minutes ago. He had enough of these woods. He wanted to get back in his car, turn on the radio, and not think about what may or may not be lurking nearby. If he spotted Kevin's SUV, he would get out and flag him. From his position, he could not see the road, let alone his vehicle. If the woods were behind him, then the road had to be in front of him, or so his logical mind figured. More branches broke, this time closer. He quickened his pace. For about the tenth time he wished he had a flashlight instead of the light from his cell to illuminate the area. This time the heavy thud of feet on grass pierced the quiet night. Instead of turning to investigate, he continued walking through the impenetrable fog— he was not sure if his eyes were deceiving him, or if he actually saw the shiny metallic silver of his Lexus. He strained to look. Not only did he hear movement, he felt something behind him. Something large, breathing heavily. He walked faster. The distinctive silver shine of his car gleamed through the fog like a beacon of hope. The footsteps became louder, and Paul could no longer temper his fear. He ran— the footsteps behind him quickening. 
Paul shoved his hand into his pocket, found his bulky keychain with its remote key fob, but had to slow to a trot to figure out which button to press to unlock his car door. He pressed the remote button twice, and the headlights flashed, indicating the car was unlocked. He cut sharply to the right, making a break for the driver's side, but tripped and flew face first into the dirt and grass, filling his mouth with soil. He spat and swiped away the grass that clung to his forehead. He propped himself onto his elbows and tried to clear his head. Everything in front of him was a haze. He frantically searched for his keys, but lost precious seconds before finding them next to his left knee. With keys in hand, Paul shot to his feet and found himself face to face with a creature more terrifying than anything his worst nightmare could conjure. He gasped before pain racked his body, and everything went black.